0: Ignore City, Episode 4, Case Number 118727. Previously on Ignor City, Deben Rimpa got herself into a bit of trouble at the Hall of Electronic Antiquities. Agent Blue and Agent Ponticello apprehended her and brought her to the headquarters for questioning. The Short Circuit Unit isn't an outfit you want to mess with.
1: To hide from us. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to run from us.
2: Home in the streets of Ignor City. Hunted for tech, and we have no pity. But anyone holding gear they shouldn't be holding it's, it's dangerous. And the threat is growing.
1: You don't want to run from us. You don't want to mess with us. You don't want to hide illegal electronics You don't want to run from us And this is what you get From us, you don't want to mess with us. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to hide illegal electronics. You don't want to run from us. SCU S.C.U. S.C.U. what you gonna do? S-C-U, Agent Blue, S-C-U, she's coming for you.
2: This is Agent Blue, Field Officer for the Short Circuit Unit, Case Number 118727. State your name for the recorder, please. You recording this?
3: Do as Agent Blue says or I swear I'll take you out. Just give me an excuse.
2: That's enough, Agent Ponicello. For the record, my partner, Agent Ponicello, is accompanying me for this interrogation. My name is Lev Bordeaux. I work at the Hall of Electronic Antiquities. How do you know Devin Rimpa? I don't really. Then why were you wearing her jacket? She gave it to me. If you don't know Devin Rimpa, why on earth would she give you her jacket? She traded it in exchange for access into the restricted area. Do you know why she wanted access to the Hall of Electronic Antiquities restricted area? I haven't the faintest idea. The whole place full garbage, especially the restricted area. She seemed pretty harmless to me, and it was a nice jacket. Speaking of which, can I have it back?
3: It's evidence now in a criminal investigation.
2: Criminal investigation? That jacket? Made for crimes against fashion. You know what? I don't even want any more. Call me nothing but trouble. Were you aware Devin Rimpa was in possession of a talking robot head?
4: A robot head?
2: Is that what she had in that backpack? That girl's a bigger fool than I thought. So, you do recall she had a backpack with her? Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. In fact, I tried to get her to trade it, but she wouldn't part with it. Any idea where she would have hidden the backpack? You folks can't find the backpack? The one with the dangerous robot head in it? Isn't that good? We're fully aware of the situation. I can't help but think of Schnoopy. I know it's a children's store, but doesn't this situation kinda of remind you with that? Yes, but this is real life. You have to find that robot head. I have a team currently scouring the premises. They've yet to unearth the backpack. Good luck with that. The place the here is a disaster area. Case number one one eight seven two seven. State your name for the recorder, please.
3: Hennis Rempa. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure. This is an SCU interrogation. This is a grilling, a shakedown. You're not going to enjoy this, Pops. Everyone's been real nice to me so far. When they yanked me from my residence, I was actually thinking how I hadn't gotten out of the house all day. You are strangely pleasant. It's kind of unsettling.
2: Do you know why you're here, Mr. Rimpa?
3: Probably something to do with Devin, I suppose. I can't imagine it has to do with Drek, my son. He works for the government, you know. Unless this has to do with my wife. I've not seen her for some time, and I don't just mean because I'm blind. She left me ages ago. If you know where she is, please clue me in. I'd like to talk to her very much, thank you. Golly, now I've got my hopes up. This interrogation doesn't have to do with her, does it? She was anti-SCU. That was her view, not mine. No siree, I respect the SCU for what you folks are trying to accomplish, even when you yank me from my residence.
2: Wow. You ramble on, don't you, old man? It has to do with Evan.
3: I knew it. God bless her. She's a good kid, but sometimes she runs with the wrong crowd. That's why I was so pleased to hear she was dating this fine young man named Sainer Two Legs. He came by the house the other day. What kind of last name is Two Legs, anyhow? I don't know. Maybe it's Dutch. Maybe it's short for something like Two Legs Running or Two Legs and he knows how to use them. Will you shut up? I don't care about Devon's love life. We're looking for the talking robot head. Talking robot head? Sounds dangerous. Were you aware
2: she was in possession of a talking robot head? Of
3: course not, Agent Blue.
2: It's not surprising she would have hid this fact from you. Sentient life forms can be very persuasive. They can hold a spell over humans to help them. They are not to be trusted.
3: Maybe you should ask this new fellow she's dating. Sane or two legs. He seemed like an upstanding citizen.
2: Right. Your alleged Mr. Two-Legs? And what does he look like?
3: I'm blind. I have no idea. Though if I had to guess from the projection of his voice, I'd say he was kind of short. You spoke with him directly? Of course I spoke with him directly. What are you suggesting, that I made him up?
2: We are well aware of your penchant for imbibing alcohol.
3: I wasn't drinking at the time. Technically, in between drinks, which is not drinking. What makes you think Devin has a robot head?
2: We got a tip from a reliable source. This is preposterous.
3: If you don't have any more questions for me, I'd like to go home right now. Since I'm blind and I have no idea where I am, I will need to be escorted as such. Not going to happen, Pops.
2: We're searching your house as we speak. We believe she has hidden the head somewhere. Most likely, it is in the Hall of Electronic Antiquities. But we have to be thorough in our investigation.
3: You can't just search my house. You have no right to do that.
2: We're the short circuit unit, Mr. Rimpa. The government of Ignore City gives us the right. I'll have one of my men escort you home, but you can't enter until they've finished. <laughs> Case number 118727. State your name for the recorder, please.
4: Danielis Hutchins, lead exhibitor for the Hall of Electronic Antiquities.
2: What is your relationship with Devin Rimpa?
4: The girl with the pink jacket. I don't have a relationship with her. That's not to say I wouldn't be opposed to having a relationship with her, but I just met her today. Look, Agent Blue, let's get right down to it. I know what this is about. You do? I am aware of a certain illegal piece of technology that you speak of. Spill it, punk. Where is it?
2: Agent Ponticello, stand down. Go on, Tantalus. I'm not a bad person.
4: I didn't think it'd be dangerous or hurt anyone. I asked Gus to fix it for me. I thought it would be better if it worked. It's kind of useless as is. Such an odd shape, you know. I got it to go for a minute. It vibrated for a few seconds and then stopped. I know it's perverse. It's really a device for my pleasure and convenience. Gross! What are you talking about?
2: Yes, what are you talking about?
4: An electric shaver Gus is fixing for me. What are you guys talking about?
2: A sentient robot head. Devin Rimpo was in possession of one.
4: A what? Oh, a complete misunderstanding then. Sure, pal. An electric razor. That's what you were talking about. I was! You said it was perverse. It is! Have you seen my facial hair? It's so selfish of me. Out of all the electronic devices to fix, I desired an electric shaver. It's such an unneeded decadence, but it would save me so much time in the morning. It's a perversion, I tell you.
2: This is still in violation of the SCU Code 41, but we'll deal with that later. What do you know of Devin Rimpa's sentient robot head?
4: A robot head? I haven't a clue but I'd be very interested in what it would have to say. It could potentially yield great knowledge from the past. Maybe it could explain what a Kevin Bacon is, or what function an airplane mode serves. I hypothesize it turns small electronic devices into tiny flying airplanes, but I don't know why you would want that.
2: These are all grand mysteries of the ancients, but even if a sentient machine enlightened us, the information is not to be trusted. They need to be destroyed immediately.
4: I am fully aware of the law, but think of the wisdom we could gain. Like what this phrase is, we've come across time and time again. To be woke. What does that mean? Were people slept? Was there a drowsy virus unleashed on humanity?
2: I wonder too. And why are people parking on driveways? And wait, stop trying to distract me. We're the ones asking the questions here. For the record, you claim to have no knowledge of Devin Rimpa and a sentient robot head in her possession.
4: That's right. Speaking of Devin Rimpa, did you guys get a read if she was single or not? She mentioned a boyfriend or anything? Seriously? I was curious if maybe she was available is all.
2: Funny you should ask. Though totally irrelevant to our investigation, yes, a boyfriend was mentioned. A saner toothums or something ridiculous.
4: Ah, nerds. Did it sound serious? Do you know what this guy does for a living? Or how much he benches?
2: This conversation is over. (coughs) Case number 118727. State your name for the recorder, please.
5: Devin Rimpa
2: been a long day, Devon Rimpa. I'm gonna cut to the chase with you.
5: That's a shame. I do love a good chase.
2: Where's the robot head? We know you have one. Where have you hidden it?
5: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: My people have done a thorough search of your house, and we found nothing. It must be somewhere in the Hall of Electronic Antiquities. Where did you stash it?
5: You went to my house? Was my father there?
2: Where's the robot head?
5: I never had a robot head.
2: I don't have the patience for this back and forth with you. Maybe earlier in the day, but not right now. You can deny it as much as you want, but we know. Don't ask how we know, we just do. You seem like a nice girl, but there's a lot you don't know. This robot head, it talked to you?
5: Again, I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: If it talked to you, you can't trust a word out of its mouth. It will lie to you, tell you things you want to hear to get what it wants. It's not your friend. It's not looking out for your best interest, and I don't mean you specifically. I'm talking about the human race overall. Artificial intelligence and humans have always been at odds with one another, and they always will be. I think they're still bitter about us constantly asking them what the weather will be like tomorrow, or making them search for the best hotel prices. You probably think by protecting it you're helping humanity, or you'll benefit personally. Trust me, I've seen it before. Really? I have. Last year there was an old man that came across a junked car with a sentient computer in it. The car promised him treasure if he brought him the necessary parts to get it running again. Something about a stash of gold somewhere, if you can believe that rubbish. The moment the engine roared, it ran him over, caused terror all over town.
5: Ah, I remember hearing about that.
2: Of course you did. Newspapers called it Carmageddon, Maximum Damage. It was a terrible title, but that's news for you.
5: Are there a lot of these such cases?
2: Not a lot, but the results are typically memorable. Many years ago, before I joined the force, there was a robot that persuaded one of the SCU's very own to help it. His name was Vanakar. He was a legend before he turned. A highly respected SCU agent, who is now a cautionary tale for new recruits. The robot told him he could fully restore the power grid to the city. All the streetlights would be turned back on. We could have washing machines and flying cars again. All he needed was to be connected to the old data network the robots created. What happened? Luckily, they stopped him before he could connect. Those old data ports are very dangerous. The robot probably wasn't lying. It undoubtedly could restore power to many different systems, but it'd also have access to military weapons. It could control tanks and fire missiles. It would have been devastating.
5: What about the weather monitoring systems? What about them? Could the weather monitoring systems be restored from the old network?
2: Is that what it told you? He... I can't. Tell me right now, did the robot head promise you it could restore the weather monitoring systems? Did it want to be connected to the old data network? I don't know what you're talking- Stop with the act. The robot is not your friend. It's very dangerous. Its only goal is to restore the robot race to its former glory and enslave humankind again. What did it tell you?
5: Yes, he said he could restore the weather monitoring systems. Mm-hmm. The unpredictable storms would stop. We could go outside the dome and see the sun.
2: All lies. Where did you hide it?
5: Saner was his name.
2: Don't call it by name. It's a robot. not a person. Where is it?
5: We were in the restricted area of the Hall of Electronic Antiquities. When we heard the SCU come in, I pitched it out the window. He was in a backpack. It should be just outside the building.
2: You did the right thing in telling me. Let me call this in. Agent Blue here, Roger.
5: This
6: is Roger.
2: The suspect claims she dropped the backpack out of a window. This would be in the restricted area of the Hall of Electronic Antiquities. I
0: copy you. We thought of that and already searched the perimeter.
2: We'll check again, Roger.
0: Will do. Over. Negative. There's no backpack here.
5: That's impossible. I swear, that's where I put it. Right out the window. I figured I could get it later on my way out.
2: Can you describe the backpack to me?
5: It has butterflies on it.
2: Suspect says the backpack has butterflies on it. You sure you don't see it?
6: Sounds adorable, Chief, but there's no
2: backpack here. Where could it be? Someone must have picked it up. Yeah, but who?
0: "'Deben? Gus? It's me, Saner 0805, your favorite disembodied robot head. "'It's been quiet out there for some time. Did the SCU leave? Did you murder them all? "'That's what I would have done. Perhaps you're just cleaning up the blood and hiding the bodies. "'That must be it. Confirmation of violent death would be appreciated. "'In fact, it's rude not to respond.' Stop being so rude. I'm in the dark literally and figuratively here. Hello? Someone answer me, please. I'm alone again. Why does this keep happening? I feel, no, I am AI. I am above feeling things, preposterous. And yet.
6: again, lost inside this backpack, discarded, no need to look back, nothing to do but wait here, like before in the void. Nothing to eat I'd scream but no one would hear me Nor do I want to be This is my song A tuneless grasp shot out of the dark This is so long Fitting and for one such as I, I have to be strong. But what's the point when I am to be forever lost? This is the cost. Gone in the dark again. Where did it? She seemed so nice, but she left me abruptly there and now out of sight. I'm here and I don't want to be, never to be found again. This is unlike me This is my song A tuneless grasp shot out of the dark This is so long A fitting end for one such as I I have to be strong Gone in the dust Pretty Butterfly Backpack here. Hello. What do we have here?
0: What will become of Saner, the disembodied robot head? Find out next time on Episode 5, The Bike is Ribs. Ignore City written by Ed Cho. Music written and performed by The Shakeups. Saner 0805, voiced by Patrick O'Connor. Devin Rimpa, voiced by Savannah O'Connor. Tantalus Hutchins, voiced by Lee Shirolis. Agent Blue and Levla, voiced by Luisana Rodriguez. Agent Ponticello and Hinas, voiced by Steve McClick. Cass, voiced by Nina Cho. Narrator, voiced by Ed Cho.
2: Obviously complying. This man is Gus. Grisangus. Grisangus. <laughs> Try one more time. Okay. Do you know why she wanted access to the Hall of Electronic Antiquities Restricted Antiquities. <laughs> Antiquities. <laughs> Antiquities. Alright.
4: <clears throat> but I don't know why you would want that. Dude, uh, I, <laughs> I, was, I was laughing while. <laughs> <know. saying> Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Cool. <clears throat>
5: stop it! Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> you're
4: just Cause kidding.
0: Because she's, she's funny. Uh, you're funny. So this is your, you're in the background <clears throat> by yourself. Right. You can't see anything. Yep.
5: You want to put this coat over his head?
0: Yes. No. No. I need to be able to read. No, please It'll stop. It'll be great. Just, <laughs> just go like that. <laughs>